Uh, Dave Cohen joining us now, the voice of the Panthers, joining us now on the waitfor.com hotline. Morning, Dave. Dave, good morning. Hey, good morning, Sam and Greg. How you guys doing? We're doing fine. When he says 40 years out loud, what does that make you think about? Well, you know, I never expected to be at Georgia State for 40 years, but life happens, and uh, it's been a great ride. Seen, uh, what, five or six NCAA tournaments, uh, a baseball NCAA regional, and for those of us that have been there that long, really in the early days, never thought we'd see football. And now, Sam, who's been with me every step of the way, we're about to embark on season 13. And, wow. you know, they're coming off their best season yet with eight wins a year ago and back-to-back bowl wins under head coach Sean Elliott. So, you know, a lot of positives right now as we head into uh, season 13 this uh, next Saturday night in Columbia. Yep. And I tell you what, Greg, he was recently, and he was on it this week. I don't know if you've seen the picture I posted on our on our Twitter that Dave got a, a Panthers helmet with the number forty on it in order of this being his fortieth year. I, again, when I asked the question earlier about what do you think about, you know, when I think of Georgia State, and I've got just a small sample size. For me, it's the it's the whole Ron, you know, the Hunter, him injuring himself, having his kid on the team. Because I know you call basketball games too. Um, and, and that, which made national news because the guy's hopping around on one little scooter. But the things that you must have seen throughout those 40 years, that could be one of the highlights. But is there a couple others that stand out? Oh, yeah. I mean, going back to uh, the Edmonds Center in Deland, Florida, down at Stetson in 1991, you know, the first the first time Georgia State basketball won the Trans-America Athletic Conference Tournament, earned that first bid to the NCAA Tournament, which in the end they kept us here in Atlanta to play Arkansas in the Omni. And, uh, the Omni. you know, they always say it, it's never as good as the first time, and that was just such an exciting weekend. And then you can fast forward, like you said, the Ron Hunter falling off the stool at Jacksonville and the win over Baylor. And then you go back, Sam, you were there September 2nd, 2010, inside the Georgia Dome, the first football game against uh, against Shorter University. You know, we had 30,000-plus. And then, you know, the weekend at UNC Wilmington for Greg Frady and the Georgia State baseball team, still the first and only time they've reached an NCAA regional. And, you know, just uh, you go back out to Boise, Idaho with uh, – Lefty Drizel back in 2001 Lefty after winning Drizelle. the conference yeah. tournament, getting sent all the way out to Boise and, mm-hmm. you know, knocking off uh, Wisconsin, which had been a Final Four team the year before in the first round, and then going up against Lefty's former team, the Maryland Terrapins, in the second round. And, you know, what a great weekend that was. So, yeah, definitely there's, there, there are – Moments along the way that, uh, you know, I and Panther fans will remember forever. Uh, but it's been a great ride, 40 years. Hopefully there's a few more years left in the tank. And Again, looking forward to uh, what football has to offer this year with uh, two big games right out of the gate, South Carolina and then uh, North Carolina week two. Yeah, yeah, spilling time on the waitfor.com hotline this morning with Dave Cohen. He is social. Uh, you can find him on Twitter at GA, at GA State Voice, Georgia State Voice. Uh, you can keep up with him. He's always posting things wherever the Panthers are playing. Okay, you left out the one thing that I think some uh, Georgia State fans may think was the biggest accomplishment, and that was that win at Tennessee several years ago, to go up there and shut down 100,000 folk and and, uh, make them stop playing Rocky Top. I thought that was like an amazing, (laughs) just an amazing thing because, you know, they play Rocky Top so much, you're hearing it for a week in the back of your mind after you go to a game up there. Georgia State has played so well in recent years against SEC teams, Dave. 
And talk about getting set uh, to take on South Carolina, another SEC opponent, uh, next Saturday night. They seem to bring out the best in this team under Sean Elliott. Yeah, and, and really just to focus on football, Sam, to step back for a second. Yeah, the shorter game, the first game, the Tennessee game. How about that win over Georgia Southern in the final regular season game of 2015, 34-7 at Paulson Stadium in Statesboro, which we knew if we won that game, that would be the sixth win and the bid to the, the Auto Nation Cure Bowl, which was a fantastic uh, weekend down in Orlando. But, yeah, you know, and, Sam, you were with me at Auburn this past year. Yep. And, you know, we can say it in hindsight, but Georgia State, you know, could have left the Plains with a W uh, on that Saturday afternoon over at Auburn, but uh, we let it slip away at the end. But, yeah, I mean, you know, what, what Coach Elliott and his staff have done since taking over this program now, well, he's going into his sixth season. So you go back to that uh, the year prior, we were three and nine. And, uh, you know, what Coach Elliott has been able to do along with, uh, along with his staff and setting this program in the right direction, you know, uh, increasing and bettering the, uh, the recruiting process and bringing players in here that uh, are a caliber we have not had. Uh, you know, since, you know, going back to the early days in the program, um, you know, I mean, Georgia State football right now headed in the right direction. You know, they'll tell you that the goal – uh, along with making and winning bowl games, is to put themselves in a position to compete for the Sun Belt Conference Championship. And what's going to be a challenge every year in the New Look Sun Belt Conference and, uh, you know, the, the New Look Sun Belt Eastern Division. Uh, but they're in position right now. I mean, it's you know, with what they've got, this is going to be the most experienced team that Georgia State has put on the field, facing what may be the most challenging schedule that they have played in what will be the 13th season. Uh, but you you know every year now it's going to be Appalachian State. It's going to be Marshall. It's going to be Coastal Carolina. Always Georgia Southern. Uh, so it's a fantastic Sunbelt Conference with the four new additions of Old Dominion and uh, James Madison, who's also in the East, uh, Southern Miss and Marshall. Uh, so, uh, you know, but, but they're in position right now with the, with the players, uh, with the roster that they're going to return this year. They put themselves in position to be considered a challenger for the Sunbelt Conference Eastern Division and put themselves in position to play for a Sunbelt Conference championship. And that's the next box uh, that needs to be checked. And they'll tell you that. Yep, yep. Yeah. I was looking. I know you want to ask one question. I was looking. I was going to ask him about that. Looking up uh, Georgia State. Looking up at App State. So well, we spent some time with Dave Cohen, and, and we know what he's done with, at Georgia State and so much. But but I, I shared something with Greg about you, Dave, that he found quite fascinating, and it's something that I've had a chance. Which is to, the fact yeah, that you? you are a passionate uh, fan of Kiss. Um, for people who may not know that, and uh, Greg was fascinated to know that because we we both love music, and Greg's a music lover. And so he was the best. How did this start? Well, what got you all, you know, because how many, first of all, how many times have you seen them in concert, Dave? Uh, the show that I saw in Raleigh in May was number 61. Go! <laughs> oh! He's like a dead. been 63. <laughs> he's like I a I had tickets for two other shows in New York and Chattanooga that I wasn't able to make for various unmentioned reasons. He is like a deadhead. <laughs> For, for Grateful Dead fans. But that's not the question I have with that number. My question is this, if you want to admit this out loud. How many times did you go to those 61 shows in makeup? 
be honest with you, not one. I not even thought, never even thought about it, because you know that's a hardcore kiss. No, fan. no, no. I've got a. I'll wear the mask at Halloween, but uh, the old kids' mask. But no, I've never sat and uh, donned the makeup. Wow. I'm listen. Have you ever been to see him perform without the makeup? Because for a while they would. They, yeah, they, they, they took the makeup off. He probably didn't like that. No, no, it was uh, it was great. Yeah, I mean, really? I saw a number of shows back in the nineties, uh, the early late eighties, early nineties when. You know, they were touring uh, non-makeup period of the band, and it was great. Every, every period of uh, their career has been great. That's, that's, the, that's the thing I like about it the most. Uh, each chapter has been different along the way. It's not the same thing. Were you one of those people, KISS fans, that, that never gave credit to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame because for years they didn't have them in there? And, you know, they talked a lot. A lot of pop stars were in there. But KISS, Sam, I've told you the story. KISS were, were not – they should have been in there – 15 years before they were actually put in. And it was all because of some beef that they had with Jan Warner, who was the, the guy who started the guy who started Rolling Stone magazine, who started the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. It was all very cliquish. But you... Well, Rolling Stone really never liked Kiss. There you go. They still don't. I was one of those folks that said when they were... When the invitation to join the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame came... They should have said no, thank you, but no, thank you. Because you're right, they should have been in 15 years earlier. They should have declined. They don't need it. No. Being in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame does nothing for them. It doesn't enhance anything. I mean, they are who they are. I th- I felt they should have declined. Uh, that would have been know, smooth. Yeah, that would. But been. they didn't. This man won a contest to go and see them in Hollywood. Kiss. Uh, yes. Okay. Yes. I mean. I mean. The ways he's gotten the chance to go and see these guys. And the other thing is, whenever we're uh, on the road, we have right. some time before a game, we find a used record place. And we go through those stats. <laughs> Always got to make sure you come home with something, Sam. <laughs> ah, look at him. Okay. <laughs> I did not know all that. That's a deep dive into some kids. I'm going to have to come with some rock and roll stuff with him next time we talk to Dave. Because I, I got some. I wouldn't prepare it this time, but we're going to do it next time. Hey, listen, congratulations on your, on your time at Georgia State, the helmet, and the 40 years, and all of the stories that you have. Is, there's got to be a book at some point coming out, right? Yep. Well, Sam and I have talked about it, but I don't know. I've got one book uh, already, you know, already completed. Uh, you know, another alum has written the book on the history of Georgia State athletics. Of course, it's a little out of date because of the bowl games that have been made and the NCAA tournaments have been made. But that basically the the history book of Georgia State athletics has already been written. Yeah, but not from the behind, from the behind the mic perspective, and not from a Kiss fan. Well, this, this is true. Yes, and not from true. a KISS fan. Very true. Dave, thanks for getting up and spending some time with us. Always great catching up. And uh, see you this week as we get ready to head for Columbia. And we're going to find out. It's a nighttime game. We're going to find out how they keep that chicken awake at night. <laughs> we're going to find out. That's not yeah, natural, man. I'm looking man. forward to it. Yep. Sam, gonna... we've done games at a lot of cool places, uh, but uh, have not done a game from williams Bryce Stadium on a Saturday night in Columbia. And uh, what a way to open the season for Sean Elliott to go back to South Carolina where he was the an assistant coach and then the interim head coach before coming to Georgia State. And um, I'm looking forward to it. There are, as, they, as you'll hear, uh, or as you've heard, there are electric atmospheres in various college stadiums. And uh, I'm looking forward to this one Saturday night at South Carolina. Very much, very much. Dave, thanks so much for the time. Uh, we'll see you this week. Go Panthers. Thank you, Dave. All right.